Welcome to Imperfect Parenting. I'm Ariel Green Anderson. My name is Matt Anderson. We're bringing you raw, real, and unfiltered stories from around the world. Are you an IP parent? Well, Merry Christmas Eve, everyone. I hope you're in a cozy place with family or on the way or <laughs> enjoying something good. <laughs> yeah. We're here to talk a little bit about our Christmas traditions that we mostly celebrate between our countries. Yeah, and, and today we are the 24th. So you call it Christmas Eve we and do. we call it in Sweden Julafton. But we start to celebrate early in the day. Mm -hmm. Well, let's hear a little bit about what you celebrate. Uh, we'll, tomorrow we'll talk about what we celebrate yeah. and um, a touch on our Christmas Eve. And as well, maybe I will talk about the Christmas Eve celebration that I've been doing here in Czech Republic with my sort of Czech Ohana family, yeah. which is similar to what you guys do. It's yeah. also Vanoce. It's uh, also the key day is the 24th. Yeah. But tell me a little bit about what you guys do in your... So when I grew up, uh, we had a very uh, strict ritual for every Christmas. We celebrated the Christmas on the 24th. So we went in the in the morning around 10. I think we always had a present. Well, we always had one Christmas present early in the morning. On the 24th. On the 24th. We never really believed. I think we were, really, we were living in a very uh, factual society. So I think we never believed in Father Christmas. <gasps> we were told like from one or two years old that he doesn't exist. So I never, oh. I, I never ever believed in him. Oh my gosh. Uh, I remember, I realized my, my old kids, wow. my, they, they were believing in him until they were five, six years old. Okay, so, so we had a present. Wow. We, we were more present oriented. So we'd get a present in the morning. <laughs> then at 10, 11, we went, uh, we went to my grandma who lived in, in Stockholm at Tomte Bogatan. At that time, this was, uh, 70s 80s so it's a long time ago mm. and then we had lunch with her and uh, that was uh, delicious so we had uh, your mom's mom or your dad's mom my dad's mom okay. yeah so yeah um, far more far more yeah um, yeah there was a traditional Swedish food and so what was, what did you look forward to food wise what what was on the table? That, uh, that, the, were there some things that you only get at Christmas time? Yeah, so something called uh, lut fisk. Uh, I have no clue what that is, but it's some um, fish. It's a fish that's gone through some acid or something like that. It's 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 a, bit, it's a little bit strange. I mean, you have to look it up exactly how it's uh, how it's made. We can put a link for that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and uh, there's a delicious sauce going with it that you only or we only ate at Christmas, and then we had the. Um, um, the feet of the pig. Pig's feet. Pig's feet. Uh, I've only seen that in movies and maybe in a jar when I was yeah, a child. Yeah, my, my grandma loved the pig's feet, so we always ate pig's feet. At, at, uh, How do you eat pig's feet? You just gnaw on them? Or I'm a vegetarian, so it's yeah. hard for me to really imagine yeah. this. It's just like eating out of this cartilage or whatever. Okay, okay. Um, and yeah... Um, Porridge, this special uh, Christmas porridge. And, Which is uh, rice, rice and milk. Rice and, and milk, yeah, yeah, exactly. Raisins, I forgot. Um, mandarins. 
mandarins. Yeah, and um, what, uh, there's sugar inside, cinnamon, what do you put in there? Um, sugar and uh, cinnamon, uh, some herring we had. Not we... with, not in the, <laughs> in the pudding you're talking about. Not in the pudding, okay. not, <laughs> the pudding not the rotten herring, oh, but no, only in September. Uh, and then we were drinking Yulmust, which is a Swedish version of uh, Coca-Cola, but tastes so much better. Isn't it like cherry cola? No. Yeah, no, it tastes, no. to me, it tastes nasty. No, no, it's I, really It's like good. fruity, yeah. cough syrupy, Coca-Cola thing. And is it the exact same flavor also at Easter, that it is special one? Flavor, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's so, special. So that, you can find that, it at Ikea, actually, so if you guys want to try it out. <laughs> that, that was the lunch process of so mom, dad, my sister, and I. And uh, then we opened presents. And around three o'clock every year came uh, my uncle with his kids and they had always um, big German shepherds so I was big dogs big oh dogs no and you were terrified so of I, dogs I was always dreading the moment first my, my uncle was always uh, he was a little bit scary and he was the only one who kind of talk to my dad in a bullying way and they only met at Christmas for these kind of 10-15 minutes when we were all laughing so it was always it was a, enough huh? it was always a scary moment for me the, these dogs coming in and running the dogs in the bad them. attitude yeah. great so, so uh, the, the, and then basically so then we shifted so they came and we left and it was that was going on like that for 10-15 years every Christmas oh, that reminds me of Four Christmases actually when we yeah. were watching that you didn't say anything about no, no, that it's that, just it, like the one in Petaluma or whatever yeah, it was yeah well a little, little bit not, but that, wow that, that, that was an experience so that, and, and, that, <laughs> and then we went home and we opened our presents at home normally at 4 o'clock in Sweden every Christmas for the last uh, 200 years on TV there is uh, Donald Duck uh, which you called hour. Kalanka Kalanka uh, you can find that on YouTube, uh, too. Donald Duck things that everybody's nearly watching. So, but we came home... The really old ones, too. Yeah, the really old ones. But we uh, so we more or less came home at that time. And we never really... We had it on in the background. We never really watched it. Then we did the presents at home. And then everybody was off away to, to their room to play with their presents. <laughs> then, so wow. Then, a real family-connected yeah. time. <laughs> so then had, I think we had talked enough then. Uh, and then it was out, yeah, out to play with the friends. Uh, we played hockey outside on the street. Oh, wow. And so even, even at Christmas. Uh, so, uh, okay. That was a Swedish... Uh, and the 25th, it was just nothing. The just... uh, 25th was nothing special. Yeah, you just ate the rest. Whatever food was left over <laughs> and played with your left, toys. There was nothing, no, nothing ceremonial. Did you guys do any midnight mass type of ritual uh, or anything like that? Sometimes... A couple of times, Grandma came out to us in the evening later, and then I remember that one of the few times I went to church because I, I walked with her to the midnight mass on the I think it's on the twenty fourth. No? Yes, it's the twenty fourth to the twenty fifth. Yeah, know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I I went walked with her to the Spongaskirka, which is a, a church in northwest Stockholm from the fourteen hundredth century, and. Um, in there in the evening. Yeah. Okay. So that that was a typical Anderson family celebration in Sweden. And you guys also had a tree. We had a tree, of course. And you decorated yeah, it. Did you tree. have candles? Did you have lights? Tree, a lot of candles, a lot of lights, uh, living candles everywhere. Uh, what other decorations did you have? Did you have the wreath on the door and the? Did you have little? statues and things around I mean, what yeah, was I think what, my mom is a big fan of small gnomes and the gnomes yeah 
Christmas little Christmas skies. Yeah, yeah, everywhere. Santa. Behind, you have something on the, on the front door. You have some. Oh, so I'm really bringing and, you back to your mother's and you time. Have this, you have these goats. Goats. Oh, sure. The, the Christmas goats. What are those? The Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I like how you talk about it like. Everybody has the no, Christmas has goat. The, so you have the goat, is that? goat made out of, I don't know how you, how you call it uh, in, in English, but it, they made out, out, of, out, out of straw. No, no, oh, no. the straw. Straw goats, kind of, so they're in different sizes. And you have them kind of around the, in the living room. Or... Straw goats. Okay. <laughs> well, you might find these at, uh, at the international shops. They have, well, I, I, the straw ornaments, I brought them back for people in the past. We have them here in Czech Republic as well. They have the... The goats and the yeah. little wreaths and pine cones and a few different things. I, now was, I know what you're talking about. Uh, our Christmas. How was yours? How what did you do it? Well, our Christmas. So generally, our Christmas because it was my mother and I most of the time. Uh, well, all the time, pretty much. And my dad was on the East Coast, so except for one Christmas that I can remember, where I spent it with him. All other Christmases I would spend with my mom, and my aunt and my cousins on my mom's side. And occasionally some elder people would come when they were alive, like the grandparents or great uncle or great aunt. But for sure we would call them. So generally the ritual was that my mom would be making, at Christmas time, my mom would always, of course, we'd have a tree, a lot of handmade ornaments that I had made over the years as a kid, things that my mom had made or my grandmother's, that was kind of a special time. My grandmother's old ornaments would go on the tree and they were very special. Um, over the years, my mom had a cat that climbed the tree. So there were less and less trees over the years, but you know, always decorations around. But the big thing was that before Christmas, just every surface in the entire house was covered with cookies. My mom was known for her gingerbread cookies and her dolma. The two things that mm -hmm. people expected her to bring to Christmas or pre-Christmas dinner. So she would have newspapers on every flat surface that she could find. We were always shooing cats away because she always had a couple of cats or we had a couple of cats. So she had newspapers everywhere. She would make these really nice gingerbread cookies, often sort of bigger ones and really nice full flavor. And she was very picky about how everything had to be. And she did a great job. But she was also, as an artist, she wanted them to be colorful. So she always did colorful icing so she would have cookies everywhere around the house and it would be like blue icing day and then green icing day so she would yeah. go around and she'd do an eye on this and a little part of the bird's tail on that and a blue bell and she it was just this whole process and then by the and, time and she how, finished everything how long time in advance did you do that the week before or the mm, days before it would be days maximum yeah. a week it was not that much because she wanted them to be fresh of course and they wouldn't sit out there the whole time and she'd always cover them and whatever between And uh, and then she'd make the dolma, which is, you know, because my mom's Armenian, and I'm half Armenian, so she would make this grape leaves. She'd always pick the tenderest leaves and pick them and make the insides, and we'd all be crying because we'd be cutting, you know, we, she didn't use the word uh, food, proce ah, food processor, so she would chop the onions, and there would be the tears, and she'd make fill everything up and wrap them, and then they would sit there just maybe a day or something before we would bring it on the, I don't know, somewhere between the 22nd and the 24th. We would drive an hour or two down to my aunt's house. And then we would help to prepare for Christmas. My aunt always had so many beautiful, magical things. I, she had like that really grown-up, perfect house with all the, you know, music boxes and the kinds of 
things a kid dreams of seeing, you know, magical little lit up houses and things like that. And the big, big Christmas tree and the perfect Christmas table she would always have set well in advance or we would help her a little bit. And that was in her dining room. And we didn't have a dining room. So for yeah. me, it was like, ooh, very formal so, and special. So you drove from the north? north we would uh, go from northern right? northern California. So in the so Sonoma the wine Bay. country and then drive to the East Bay of California. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it was always crazy bumper and bumper traffic. And we were smushed in with the, usually a dog and yeah. a million and what, other what, things. What, and, and then and we and would... This was on the morning on the 25th. This, like this is, no, this is usually before Christmas. So it would be oh, the 22nd, 23rd, sometimes the 24th if there was a lot of work or something like that. And then we would come. The 24th usually was just immediate family, like my aunt. Maybe there would be cousin or somebody if they were close by and also staying for a couple of days. And she had the bigger, more formal house. We would all come there slowly, like everybody coming from the airports and driving and whatnot. And so the 24th for us was more of a casual thing. So I don't remember if we went, I think church was the 25th. My aunt would usually try to corral a bunch of us to go. And as we got older, slowly, we'd all say no. And because she was the only one who was really religious at that point. Um, but otherwise we just had sort of an informal meal on the 24th. We could open one present. I think that was mostly because we kids had so many presents from around. Yeah. Um, that was all that was allowed. And otherwise, it was just sort of enjoying cookies and having a chat and whatever. And for me here in Czech Republic, because I was on my own for a long time, uh, we would gather with friends and do various things, you know, sort of all the orphans getting together at someone's house. But when my neighbors, you know, Helena and her family moved in upstairs we everything changed they became my family my czech family and adopted me in on christmas eve which is you know mm -hmm. like in sweden the big day and unusually they were their family their grandma was religious so we did one we would always uh, come together on the 24th which is usually family time that's not when you necessarily get together with outside people like myself but they would very kindly invite me in I would bring something over, like rice pilaf or something, and we would make a nice dinner with it. Carp is traditional here, but because none of us really liked carp, we would just make a carp soup. So that it was keeping the tradition of the good luck of eating carp. Because there was a lot of things about luck. So we also would make a fruit salad with minimum of nine different fruits, which is quite symbolic, I think, because in the old days of communism, I remember even 20 years ago when I... Many years ago, you could only find some rotten banana or orange if you were lucky. And now, you know, the fact that you go to the market and there are so many different things that I never see in Sweden and hardly see in the States, star fruit, mm -hmm. dragon fruit, this and that, it's really kind of a cool tradition. Then we also had the tradition of taking the apple, Czech tradition, uh, cutting it in half. I mean, if you see a star in the middle, it's good luck. We would also do something where it's throwing of the lead. Uh, my mind just went blank, but I will put a link in there um, where you, you heat up the lead and you throw it into a bowl of cold water and it makes a shape. You remember we did that with yeah, your mom that's cool. in Sweden. Yeah. She loved that. And again, it's sort of a fortune-telling yeah. thing, so, like reading tea leaves. So it was uh, those were some traditions we would have. The, the tree was basically bare. Like it was just the tree and... Uh, we would have sort of the meal set up. We'd eat the meal, if I recall, and then we would send the kids out of the room, and then we would hang <laughs> candles, sometimes lights, 
and fireworks, which for me is terrifying because we haven't done that kind of thing since the 70s because of fires and whatnot. But then all the presents in a basket would come out from underneath the uh, bed and then they were all put underneath the tree and they didn't have labels on them, which is for me so different from the States. It was just Grandma, Santa, Yezhichek, you know, which yeah. is like their version of um, Santa Claus, sort of. It's, you know, little baby Jesus comes in on wings and brings the presents. Yeah. But there's also presents from various family members, but there's no, no names. label. So nobody's getting credit for their gifts. You kind of know from the writing and the wrapping sometimes who it is. But in a way, I sort of like that. You know, I like the idea that... You know, maybe somebody can't afford something really amazing one year and somebody else can. So it's all kind of blends together. Yeah. And it's not about, look at me, I gave you an iPod this year. And I kind of thought that was super cool. And then this family that I would be with, we would always dress up, which wasn't a common thing. You know, most of us were pretty casual. And then um, Helena would read something from this old Bible that she had. And we would always sing some traditional mm -hmm. songs before touching the presents oh sorry before they came in before we did that we would ring the bell and then the kids would come running running oh, okay. in and see the presents and then we would do this sort of yeah. um, singing and i may have the order a little bit wrong but the idea is we had a traditional plus non-traditional because we would yeah. eat different different foods than just the fried carp <laughs> so, you, you, you mentioned the carp potato salad it, sorry potato the, salad. The, the carp thing is pretty impressive here in prague where the the the, the days street. the days before the twenty yeah. fourth they they everywhere you find pools with swimming it's carps. like kiddie, big kiddie pools yeah. full of swimming carp and then they, and it's freezing they, outside they kill them in front of you wow. and, or you yeah. take it live you, take it live, and you put yeah. it in your bathtub yeah. for a week and yeah. then you, that's another yeah. thing so most people have one bathroom so it's kind of um, comedic in a way my friends would often talk about that but, so how how are yeah, how are we so, celebrating our imperfect uh, tw parenting twenty fourth today. Well, I think that like last time, well, every year we always have some traditional Swedish foods, which we make as much as we can. And the other things we usually go to Ikea. This year we don't have a car <laughs> since yeah. we had a shift in life. So I'm not sure we're going to go all the way out there. But I think we just found a contact for a Swedish store here in town from Marketa, right? So maybe we'll head down there. Uh, maybe we will have already headed, been down there. Uh, to get those yeah, well, the, the Swedish food is not that overly complicated if you do the basics. No, but, I just mean the yeah. fish, you know, like the herring. We might yeah. get some good herring yeah. before. So since we're pre-recording part of this, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we have a nice tree and beautiful lights for, for, for weeks. weeks. So we only, in Sweden, we only put the tree up one or two days before and all the, all the presents were under the tree the night before Christmas That's, we put them out yeah, so, so wait the night before so it's on the 23rd put them out there on the 23rd late evening okay. we put them all there yeah, yeah. with names on ex very explicit non tag from to uh, oh and your family had a special tradition didn't they which one well first of all there's the Swedish thing that surprised me with the um uh, you know, when, when in ancient times, the, the royalty or somebody would have a ring and you had the, what is that called? Um, oh, my mind is going blank. But you have this stuff that you melt, you know, like wax, and then you have a seal with your ring. Yeah, you see so you guys had yeah. this special yeah, seal that special you would seal, seal the yeah, presents yeah, yeah. with that, which is smart with <laughs> yeah. kids, I have to say, because I've seen sneaky kids yeah. peeking around. But you had the special um, that's seal. That's true. Which I uh, it's like some years, when my teenage years, I did this But you guys had thing. the poem thing. 
Um, Your sister did it when we no, went to I Iowa. yeah we yeah yeah we tried sometimes you put a rim on the on, a, rhyme. A, a rhyme on the present yeah, yeah exactly never in my life seen so, that so so that you can you can kind of guess what it is inside but it's it should be kind of advanced uh, uh-huh. rhyme so. I didn't know there was a relationship to what was inside when you guys. Yeah, yeah, it's always a relation to 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 what what what's inside, and I, I don't know if it's only. Our, I think maybe it's a Swedish tradition. I don't know. We, no, well, we we'll have to ask our listeners if there's anybody from Sweden or with Swedish family that they should write and yeah. let us know what their okay. traditions are, as well as everyone else. Please send us a, a mail at our info at imperfectparenting.net and let us know what your family traditions are. What do you do around the world or maybe just around the corner? We'd love to hear what different things you look forward to every year. Yeah. Happy Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Thank you for listening to Imperfect Parenting and our Imperfect Podcast. For show notes, links to things we discussed, our blog, and more, please go to our website at www.imperfectparenting.net. If you have questions, comments, or stories you'd like to share, please go to our social media on our page or write us at info at imperfectparenting.net. We would love a review on iTunes from you and might have a couple surprises at the other side. So... IP parents around the world, keep having a wonderfully imperfect day.